You received a call from an inmate at the Department of Corrections. This call will be recorded and monitored. If you wish to block any future calls of this nature, dial 7 now. To accept this call, press 5 now. To decline this call, hang up. Well, hello, Mr. Trueblood. How are things going with you? Oh, well, I'm sorry to hear that. That's one of the things that I like to speak out against. I don't want people to go back to prison after going out, especially that quickly. You know what happened? Yep, that's that's what we speak out against. I mean, when you get out of prison, it's it's really tough. It's tough to get a license, tough to get a job, a place to live, to get funding. It's just something that's an uphill battle for people. Uh, yeah, that's that is a problem, and and. Well, you know, you have to understand when somebody commits a crime, it's really tough to get uh, back into society. People are just, you know, they're they're very skeptical about things like that, and and you can't really blame them. If a person doesn't care about their neighbors and their and their friends and their family and and go out and do something like that they got to expect that people are going to be very weary about giving them a second chance and i i do understand that i know i know society is tough and i and i know that there are things that are I don't know. It's just things can be tough out there, and we we do know that people live their lives, and they fight society and fight the elements, and. Uh, Well, okay. I I do understand that, yeah, and, and that's one of the things I emphasize too. You commit the crime, you do the time, and then when you get out, you should be allowed to start over. Because going to prison should erase the uh, that time and that, you know, it doesn't you can't expect people to forgive you. But if a judge sentences a person to 20 years and then after 20 years they get out, it, they should be allowed to start over and put the stuff behind them because they paid the price. And uh, it's just that no matter how hard we try, especially with the victims, you can't really hold that against them they're they're trying to move on with their life and you know especially in cases with a violent crime if they lose a loved one 
then it's very hard to forgive the person who took their loved one away. And yeah, yeah, it, it's just a, a catch, you have sixty seconds remaining. A catch twenty two situation, and I, I feel really bad for your your friend. That's, but hopefully he'll be able to speak out and let folks know what's going on in his life and how tough things are, and maybe we can rally the forces together and take care of this. Okay. Yeah, I, uh, I do appreciate the, uh, you have 30 seconds remaining the call and, uh, giving me the, an update on that. And hopefully the person will reach out to me and we can, we can work together to, uh, get the word out and help folks get back into society. Uh, yeah, I definitely understand. Okay, well, thanks for the call. And, uh... Welcome to AQS Inmate Call. I am your host, Joel Wilborn. And, uh... This is one of those uh, situations that causes a lot of problems in society. You know, people, well, a lot of people, not everybody, but a lot of people want a second chance. They'll make a mistake, sometimes a very terrible mistake, and they just want a chance to make amends. A lot of the people that I interview on my YouTube channel, they they believe in retribution, and they want to make it up to the victims. Of course, you can't bring a person back, or you can't restore innocence to victims, but there are things that the uh, offender wants to do to try to show that uh, there was some remorse and some sorrow and and the person feels bad. And that varies depending on the case. In some cases, the, the victim's family or even the victim doesn't want anything except to see the person just die in prison. And you have to look at what that shows to society. A person goes out, commits a crime, and is immediately chastised for life and condemned to live a life of uh, emptiness and sorrow and regret. You can't expect that person to blend back into society and never commit another crime most of the folks in prison will be getting out and what will we greet them with are we going to say that you're an evil person and you don't deserve to live amongst us are we going to say that we want to give you another chance but we're going to put extreme limitations on you 
in situations like that, you have to think about what's going to the person's mind. They're, they're, they go to prison. They're treated very badly. And some of them are treated less than human. And then they're just dumped out on society. And it's one of those things where you committed this crime. You went to prison. But we don't care. We don't care what happened to you in prison. We don't care that... Uh, you're not ready to come out in society. We don't care that you're remorseful. We don't treat you as a human anymore. You gave that up when you committed the crime. And one thing I like to think about is when you go to, let's say, a public gathering, maybe a a sporting event or a concert or maybe just a holiday celebration a parade or a company picnic or something you don't know how many folks have been to prison at that place and you don't even know how many committed a crime and did not go to prison and you know I, I know back in the, uh, the days of uh, the Nazi rule the Jewish people were required to wear identification that set them aside from everybody else that wasn't fair to them and it was uh a stain on uh, humanity and these folks did nothing wrong they didn't deserve that yet when you have somebody that did do something wrong do we want to put a badge on them do we want to identify them drag them out and I, I don't think treating people in that manner is helping anybody it just creates more of a conflict. You know, the Jewish people were really treated bad. And uh, it's kind of odd that you would have to make them wear this little badge because they look like everybody else. They act like everybody else. They talk like everybody else. They're a part of the community, but you have to separate them by putting this identification on them you know and and in America when uh, the people were uh, minorities were treated very badly they just looked different and you see a different color a different uh, accent mannerism and it was easy to to separate them from everybody but still there is no reason to treat people less than human. No reason. And we come up with excuses, but it it doesn't stand the test of time. And it it certainly doesn't make any sense. And it's not uh, fair to anyone. 
And so when a person commits a crime, gets sentenced, goes to prison, and then gets out, I don't see why we continue to treat that person as a stain on society. The time was served. It's like getting an installment loan and then you pay, make the final payment. Somebody's saying you need to keep on paying until the day you die. And when you pay that debt, it should be cleared. And they shouldn't be forced to live a substandard life. Throughout history, that's never been a good thing, and it's not a good thing now. You have different reasons, you know, races, religions, uh, um, the ancestors, and um, maybe just past actions. But whatever we call it, separating people. From society, people who belong there, people who have earned the right to be there, it just it just causes conflict. And you know, with the Nazis, World War II came about because of their resentment toward the way they were treated after World War One. And I don't want people to be vindictive. In this in this situation, person got out of prison, could not get a good job, could not shake the the crime that was committed and paid for. So he wound up committing another crime and going back to prison. It could be a probation violation, or it, it just could be hanging out with the wrong people. You know, being in the wrong place at the wrong time, and just people assume that since you were there, you had to be guilty, and so we're just gonna put you back in prison. And you know, if we if we give the person a chance, and the person just doesn't care, and there's a lot of them like that. There's a lot of gang members that will. They're proud of the, the things they've done, and they earn respect within their gang by continuing to commit crimes. And these folks are lost. They'll go to prison, commit terrible things in prison, get out, commit terrible things, and go back. It's just a revolving door for them. And those I understand. If we we want to lock them up. Keep them locked up.、Uh, hold them responsible for their actions. That's fine. But there's those who get into the prison. They hate the prison. They're traumatized by the crime they committed and by the way they're treated in prison, and they can't wait to get out. And then when they get out, there's nothing for them. They're just dumped. And we're shocked that they commit a crime and go back. We want to keep saying that these people should never have been released in the first place. What did we do to show them that their crime needed 
to be punished. You know, they committed this crime. They needed to go to prison. And, you know, we had one person who got out and said that the that he committed this crime because he didn't get any support when he was in prison. I mean, this is odd excuse, but it doesn't make sense. So you put a person behind bars and you just leave them there until their time is up and then you release them. That's a good way to try and justify the the, uh, the prisons, the penal system. And we need to keep locking these people up because they, they get out and they commit crimes and they go back. Not really understanding that we have to work with these folks. These are correctional centers. We have to work with these people in the correctional centers to correct the motivation that caused them to commit the crime in the first place. So, I I really would like to see people get out of prison and then not discuss crime. Just put it aside. Say you got caught, you're locked up. Now if you don't want to go back there, you need to change your ways. You need to think outside the box. We need the people I interviewed in the, uh, on the YouTube channel. They're saying they need mentors. You know, a sponsor. They'll, they'll walk out the door and there's somebody there that says, come on, let me help you get back into society. Help you get a license so you can drive or you can do a, do a professional trade like a plumber or a construction worker. And we can get them their, uh, a place to live. Help them get a job. Help them to... Uh, find resources in case they stumble again. Yeah, there's there's folks that do if they're addicted to drugs, they'll there's times that they'll get to the point where they relapse. And instead of saying that you just get deeper and deeper and use more drugs and get out and start selling drugs, you know what what are the alternatives? If a person says I need money, I want to sell drugs what are the resources? What what can they do besides sell drugs? What can they do besides break into people's houses and steal things? What can they do besides violent crimes? And for those of us who grew up with caring and supportive families and, and neighbors and a community... It's easy to know the different resources. And, you know, for the, the people that never had been down on their luck, that grew up with, you know, money and uh, a good support team, they would not know what it's like not to have the money, not to have the resources, not to be able to seek medical attention those folks 
may not know what to do if their resources disappear. But a lot of them would at least seek out an alternative to that rather than going to crime. And some, even those folks that are privileged, would still commit a crime, especially when it comes to addiction. Addiction is a strong motivator. We want to get rid of guns and take away people's rights, but when a person needs a drug, needs to get away from the world, there's really not a lot you can do to stop that. They'll kill. They'll steal. They'll deceive. And just to get that drug, just to get that that、uh, escape, and society just more or less like saying, you know, you're a bad person, and so of course they'll get deeper and deeper. There's nothing that boosts them, that helps them out. So while we're concentrating on getting rid of some of the things we look at as being the motivator. There's there's a deeper problem, and we need to look into that. We need to talk to the individuals. We need to get mentors out there who've been there. We need to、uh, seek medical attention and work to try to heal the issues that force them into crime. These are things that can be fixed, and it takes time and it takes money. But it can be fixed, and it's well worth it to get into that. These people that are like lifetime criminals, you can talk to them. A lot of them do want to help folks, and then there's those that just really don't care because that's the way they they see society. And I hope we can work together. To try and treat people who feel that the only way to survive is to commit a crime, if we can help them to get away from that, we that don't commit the crimes, we know how to survive without committing crimes. We know how to go out and get things done without breaking the law. The folks that are locked up, that was their only resource. It's like suicide. They, they they look at all the alternatives, but there's only one thing that comes to their mind that they can do that would solve their problem, and that's commit suicide. There's only one thing these folks feel that they can get away from this conflict, and that's to commit a crime. And we need to stop that. And the only way to do that is to talk with them, work with them, get this thing. Out into the open and stop it. So let's、uh, let's talk to the folks that are locked up, and let's、uh, let's use resources that are available and provide resources that are not. And I think we'll slowly get a hold of this crime wave. And people who feel lost won't feel so bad, and that way the folks that are locked up in prison should be there because they don't want to live 
a crime-free life. They don't want to take advantage of the resources. And they don't want to change their ways. They're just happy with their life. But those who do, those who are kind of lost and don't know which direction to go, those are the ones we need to work with and keep out of prison. And once we do that, our prison population will drop. And the people that we have locked up are like those that are sentenced to life because of these violent crimes they committed and the families in the community and even in many cases the, the offender themselves realize that's the best thing for them just to keep them locked up. It will be cheaper for us to keep fewer people in there and uh, while they're in there maybe we can tap into their mind have them give us some advice on how we can talk to folks keep them out I, when I ask folks that are locked up for advice to the folks that are out here kind of teetering on the edge they're willing to give it and they give some good advice too and if you listen to their videos you'll see they, 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 they really know what they're talking about and I would rather get my information from people that are locked up and have been there than to go to people who just do research and, and read books and write books and teach you know that's never really committed a crime or uh, been in a situation like that so just kind of look at your life and what you would do if you were down on your luck and then share that share that with folks so that uh, the more we get the word out there's ways around bad situations instead of committing crimes we'll, we'll be making some progress but it's going to be tough to convince people that taking away our rights is the way to solve it never have but for some reason people think that's the only thing we can do not mental well yeah mental wellness which I think is a good way to stop crime but many people in society think we need to get do something else and it's a shame well thanks for tuning in and uh, go out and have yourself a wonderful day and make beautiful memories for tomorrow